Hey man, when I drop this beat right here, I need everybody to get up. Hello, welcome to the Minds Unlimited Podcast, where we empower others by changing perspectives. I am your host, Jay Duncan. And this is your co-host, Jess Z. And today's podcast will be titled, Hardships. I think hardships alone <laughs> deserves to be the title of today's podcast without a subtitle. Um, as we share, hopefully you'll get the sense of why that's the topic. In today's times, there's a lot of experiencing of what uh, we call grief and what we call um, trauma and what a lot of people cluster together and just call hardship. So we want to start this podcast off with a definition real quick of what the word hardship actually means, and then we're going to dive in further from there. So we have uh, Dr. Jesse. (laughs) Uh, I wish. (laughs) Is going to give us this definition real quick. What's up, Z? So I really like parts. Um, you know how they give multiple definitions in the dictionary. Yeah. So I really like parts of each definition that they give. So the first part um, that I like, of course, hardship is a noun. It's a thing. Um, is that they say it's a condition that's difficult to endure, such as suffering, deprivation, or oppression. Mm. But then I also like... The second part of the definition that says um, something that's hard to bear, um, such as a deprivation, lack of comfort, or constant toil or danger. And the constant part of that really stuck out to me uh, because it's not just a hardship isn't just like one hurdle. It's a whole field of hurdles, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's a constant thing uh, that's part of your journey, I guess. So interesting enough, I I agree with that first definition, not like I agree or disagree, but in the sense of it mentioned like a, a thing that you're dealing with. something that is undesirable that you're dealing with um, to get through, to endure. I love the fact that they use the word endure. Um, To me, a hardship does mean a trauma or something that you did not want to happen. It isn't easy, easy on the tongue, easy on the eyes, easy on the feeling or the heart. Um, It isn't even medium, which is usually like all the norm, the average, right? That what I expect day to day, it is something that I do not expect or that I do not want to deal with that I have to endure. In other words, get through, which is the reason why I think it relates to re- uh, the ships is because it's my relation to something that I have to get through. However, that mm-hmm. second definition, I believe, explains the level in which we experience the enduring. So it can be an extreme like, oh, yo, this is going to be stressful. Or this is this is heart wrenching. If you sp- experience like a death in a family or something like that, this this isn't your typical like heartbreak. This wasn't a oh I'm not gonna be able to see my friend for a week. This is something that the human body, the human mind, the human heart we'll has to, to deal endure. with constantly. Endure constantly, right? 
in the healing process. Yes. You have to constantly endure this to to make it to the other side. I think that, uh, so, so let me just go ahead and throw this out there. There are a lot of people that take that definition and be like, oh, yo, it's supposed to be constant, and they make it a forever, right? And I think that if we look at this with, like, surgical eyes, the constant during the enduring is something that should be expected to get through, right? Mm -hmm. But the constant as of now, this is for the rest of your life, this is going to be consistent, I don't believe is hardship. I believe that now that 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 transitions over to something that is more than just a hardship because a hardship, it has a destination and it has a start point. Like you want to get through a season of grieving, then you got to constantly be working on getting through it. Right. Mm -hmm. But if someone is grieving and then they continue to grieve for the rest of their life, that's no longer a hardship because that there's no end zone anymore. And I believe that today in society, um, we don't know the difference between constantly working on something and just up oh, life change i'm a, i'm a i i failed at something for the rest of my life does that mean i'm a failure no but until if i want to work at changing what that failure is and i have to have a constant workout of that does that make sense yeah i think maybe it's because of you know my background and what i studied in school and all that stuff and how my brain works um, because when I think of constant, I don't even think of time. Okay. I think of, I think of all the time, but not time. If that makes sense. When I think of constant, I think of in every aspect, and yeah, not okay. um, at every moment. So keep, keep I, going into that, <laughs> like for real, because I think that I think that's going to help me, and I think that's going to help the listener be able to differentiate, like. What does she mean? Like, or what do they mean uh, versus all the time and then what you're talking about? So I'm going to shut up and listen. What's up? <laughs> no, just like, so the reason why it's part of the ships is because it's your relationship, right? With mm -hmm. uh, what is quote unquote hard yes. right now at this moment in mm -hmm. your life. And those things depend on your other relationships what you have going on your relationship with self is affected your relationship mm -hmm. with others is affected um your relationship with um your eyes and how they view the world could be affected mm -hmm. right so um to me it seems like when you say it's a constant state it's like you are dealing with this in within yourself you're also dealing with this um because you you know, you have to interact with others or because you um, don't want to push your partner away or you need someone, but you're also pushing your partner away or whatever. Yeah. So um, if you just deal with the physical side of it, then and you don't deal with the mental and emotional, then that's where your side comes in. It doesn't become a hardship. It becomes something that you know doesn't have an end because you don't deal with i guess all the constants for me is like all the variables gotcha. in your life so you're all inclusive you're meaning like the substance of healing for you when you say constants you mean holistic yes that's what's up i yeah i can i can see that that is what's up <laughs> different perspective than i thought 
even at the beginning of this episode, but I, I can, I can dig that. And I think the reason why I can dig that and let's, let's be transparent. Hardship is a part of life and it's normal. Trauma is not normal. And I'll explain going, experiencing a trauma or experiencing something that is hard in your life. We know that that comes, we know that's a part of life, but living in it, was never meant to be a part of it. So when, so for example, death is one, breakups or separation from a relationship is another. Um, sometimes we have ups and downs as far as reward and consequence. And some people are like, oh, it's traumatizing. Or I went through abuse, it's traumatizing. Very much so. Yes, these are um, portions or things, variables in your life that cause distress and stress on you, right? So we can't even wave a magic wand around and say, poof, be gone. We don't have to worry about them no more. We know that that is a thing that happens. So once they happen to you, you now have ex are going to the relationship with that trauma. And it's that relationship is what I'm defining as hardship. Like, oh, this thing has been presented to me in my life. How am I going to deal with this? And then I like your definition of that holistic part, because like you said, oh, I can show that I, oh, I've gotten over uh, my, my relative passed away. I've dealt with it. And it's like, have you, have you really dealt with it? Or did you learn how to function? And if you learn how to function, then this is my viewpoint on this. If you learn how to function, that means you learn how to produce outcomes that you were able to produce before. That's coping. That didn't mean that you started the healing process. And now that because you didn't heal and you just coped, guess what you continued? The hardship now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's like you um, you know, if you're trudging uphill and, you know, you all of a sudden, you know, you got a, a something big on your back, right? Yep. And instead of tossing it off or instead of trying to take breaks and, you know, take things out of the bag to make it less heavy. Right. Mm -hmm. You you trudge up the whole hill slowly, but surely you make it up the hill with that on your back and you say, but I made it through. Th I made it through through the hardship. Actually, you made it through and brought the hardship with. Ooh, <laughs> you I wish I had saying? like snap sounds. I'll do it myself. <laughs> Here you go. Like real talk. You, but you brought the hardship with you and your your road to the to the end of your journey or the end of um that part of your purpose that you took mm -hmm. you might feel like you did something because you trudged through but it could have been done with less pain attached yeah. it could have been done to where you aren't completely broken down at the end mm -hmm. it could have been done to where you could Take a pause and look back and teach somebody else about that hardship instead of just, you know, perpetuating the same. Just push through. It doesn't matter how many things get added into your sack. Just keep pushing, you know? Yes. Hardships are meant to be experienced, not lived in. Mm -hmm. You are meant to experience things in life and learn from them. But the second that you say, I want to take this temporary vessel so if you think of hardship, like even as a boat, it was supposed to get you to one side to the other. But the second you say, I want to take this vessel and I want to live in it. Now you have to reassess what you're living in. If that was a tour, a boat or like a, one of those 
Caribbean cruise boats, you weren't, I mean, it might be nice to live in it for a little while, but once you realize that this is now home, it's missing some amenities that you needed in order to live there. And then what do you do? You cope, right? You make do. You're like, well, I don't have, uh, you know, all the tools I need, but I'll just make do with what I have and have to figure it out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's not always it doesn't always end up being as productive and as, you know, um, honorable as mm-hmm. you thought it would be. Here's the other side of what happens when you accept hardship and as your life and then you, you, you wave the trauma flag. Trauma more than just an instance of the impact. Every definition of like major depression, of, of other psychological quote-unquote disorders – all have something in common. They all have to be experienced for a certain period of time in continuation. So when you first experience something like death or like a breakup or something that naturally, you know, impacts you, you you automatically do not receive a mental health disorder. It only becomes a quote unquote disorder after it exceeds a certain period of time and now impedes on your life. In other words, it now is a part of what you're living, not an experience in your life. Um, and why is this even important? I mean, look around us. There's so many things out there that traumatize us on a day-to-day basis. You can look at your phone at any given time of the day and be traumatized by what you see or by what you're realizing that is going on in the world. So the news itself isn't a bad thing, but if you do have a lifestyle of hardship is the way of life, no, my friend, it doesn't have to be a way of life. It has now been conditioned as, oh, this is just what happens. Let's take this on. But guess what's happening with that? Now we are breaking down. You know what I mean? Um, and Z, once again, thank you for that definition because I was I was thinking a whole other way. Like, mm-hmm. real talk, I was like, yo, hardship, you know, it's the difference between experiencing something and then living in trauma. That's just simple. And I was worried because a lot of comments that I see on social media, a lot of stuff feels like people are like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm built for tough or, you know, I get up when I get knocked down. And it's like, well, OK, cool. That is that's what's up. But where are you at? I'm in a boxing ring all day because like you get up when you get knocked down, but you realize you're in a thing that knocks you like you're meant to get knocked down. You can step out of that. And I don't see people removing themselves that have the power to. That remove themselves from experiences or environments to allow themselves a second to breathe. It's like, oh, I want to inherit this. I'm a, I'm a bad, bad son of a gun. Like I can take everything. And it's like, bro, like you don't have to, not at all. Like living in peace is a thing too. But it's been glorified that people got to go through something in order to be something. And it's like, not, hmm. not everything in life requires you to have to go through rough things in order to improve but if that's the lesson that you needed to inspire you to open your mind and open your ears so be it right yeah just like um a perfect example is at least and it's crazy because i was just reading something about this and i really thought about it um and it's true i've never heard bear with me y'all okay i've never heard one of my white friends say you know, my white girlfriends say, oh, well, you know, I just have to go through, you know, the few bad guys to get to the good guy. Never heard them say that. 
However, I feel like it's always a given for black women. Well, I'm just going to put up with X, Y, and Z. Or, well, I'm just going to, you know, I mean, if he didn't work out, you know, it's cool because, you know, you got to go through that. You got to go through the arguments to get to the good guy on the other end. And it's like, for some reason, black women don't deserve love or to be treated well um, unless they endure the hardships, right? You have to go through four terrible relationships to learn all this stuff uh, through the hardship, and now you you got something good, or you're supposed to be able to have something good to appreciate it, right? Mm, that's deep. Um, and thank you for that perspective because, once again, that's I think that that's a con- we're conditioning ourselves based mm-hmm. off of stereotypes, based off of – so the hard, once again, a hardship definition becomes influenced by all these other lenses that may not line up with real life or line up with what is actually there. Um, I talk with a lot of men all the time, and there are some, you know, there are some stereotypes and things that men of all colors and, and races uh, go through with this like rite of passage, like how to become a man, right? And in that, some feel like we was. For example, we watched Cobra Kai, right? And there was pieces of that where it's like, yo, to be a man means you need to be a bad A or you need to, to have attitude, A, B, and C. And it was like, huh. that worked at one point in time based off of society saying that, oh, to be a man, you needed to have aggression or you needed to be A, B, and C, right? But what we realize is that going through this rite of passage, there are hardships. In other words, there are things to be learned and it may it's going to take more effort than just sitting there and just being like, oh, I'm perfect. But if you take that on as a way of life, it's like, oh, well, I need to have been in fights in order to be a man. Not true. I needed to have experienced um, financial hardship in order to really, really understand how to run a family. Not necessarily true. Now, you can learn things from going through this. And I feel like even as like you're saying, uh, people that go through bad relationships, hopefully um, the good, the silver lining of, of getting through the relationship after you got through it is that you like, yo, I'm not, I don't want to go through something like that again. What are, what's, what's going on with me? What's going on with the people that I choose to be with? Same on the man's side. If, if you've had failed, huh, quote unquote, failed experiences or bad traumas within yourself and your family, either past life um, being like when you were a kid and your, your parents or current relationship things can be bumpy or whatever or whatnot. They don't have to always be in chaos for you to learn something, but you can learn through the chaos. So I think that's it's like a, a tricky thing. People think like, oh, because I learned from it, that's the only, that's the best way. No, that might have been the way to get your attention, unfortunately. But that's not the only way you can learn. Now that you you know there's bad stuff, do you want to pick up a book now? Do you want to talk to somebody before? Can you do pre relationship workouts? See what I did there? I see what you did there. Can we do pre-relationship workouts to allow yourself to do this in the least amount of friction as possible? Not because it's easy, but because you work smarter now, not harder. Yeah. I uh and I know y'all y'all can't really see us and y'all don't know our story day to day, but I've had the pleasure of watching um this this one poodle I know named Z. Oh, look <laughs> at you over there. Um go through some things. Um, school-wise, right? If, if, do I have permission to tell 
my perspective of the story. <laughs> oh, this would be interesting. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> so I've I've witnessed her go through some trials and errors um, in your master's degree program. And logically, like, you're super smart. So you're able to figure some stuff out, right? And it was like, yo, this don't feel right the way that things are going right now. I feel like too many things are conflicting at the same time. But it's almost as like you were conditioned or trained or like, but I can think through it because you're super smart, right? And then after, you know, the waves hit and you was like, yo, I got knocked down by this opportunity. It almost, it appeared that almost the 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 struggle of getting through that almost destroyed opportunity for other things to come in your way because it's like, oh, shoot, I just got through a hardship over here. Do I really want to experience this next thing that's coming in? Because I don't, I, I don't want to risk it being another hardship right now. I need a break. And then you got into this new environment um, and new schooling opportunity where it still required you to think at higher levels, but you're like functioning a, almost like superwoman now in this new environment where the same traits, the same things that were happening in the other environment that was just more toxic, it, it made it like almost numbed you down to where it's like, oh, well, I'm not doing enough or I am. I am lacking somehow because the things aren't just working. And it wasn't you necessarily. It was a combination of what you're having to endure in that season. And I think that sometimes people go through a season and they characterize themselves based off of the struggle when the struggle is really a redefining tool of the skill sets. And you did the same thing in another environment and you thrive. So it couldn't be you. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like most people kind of like what you're saying. If you're going through a hardship versus a trauma, you you see yourself endure. You see yourself pushing through and using the tools that you have and using, um, you know, what you know and about yourself and your relationship with others and your partnerships or whatever mm -hmm. um, to pull through, right? Because you're like, it's hard right now, but my relationship with this is not just going to be to stand still in it. And I think that <laughs> most snaps. I almost did the, you know, talking in tongue. Like, oh, okay, keep going. So, um, that's that's kind of a way for you to tell if you're in a hardship versus a trauma. Because if you're in a trauma, then there's almost nothing that you can think of that you could say or do or add to yourself or take away from yourself mm. that could change the outcome or change the situation, right? Right. Because you're just you're you just have to sit in that and you know, th there's almost nothing that you can can do outside of that. You know what I mean? Ooh. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, but if you're in a hardship, then you can constantly, right, reevaluate, constantly change, constantly you know, take what you have, project other things that you want to get, and, and you know, make it through. See it to the end. My God, there's so many. Oh, my goodness. I'm not even going to really dive all the way into what you're saying. Cause <laughs> like, you know me. Like, I hear something, and I'm like, oh, my God, slice into three different levels. Yo, at the end of the day, you, you said something that was remarkable. You was like, you just got to sit through it like a rut. I imagine Eeyore. Like, it just is, and it's just sad. But guess what? Eeyore is a person that doesn't have hope. And I was like, yo, 
especially right now with our our community, you take away hope and then trauma becomes life. It is no longer a hardship. There's no more destination. You have no more faith. There isn't a, this is my season. You know what I mean? There's no, this is just grind season and then there's hope, joy comes in the morning. You take away hope, hardship becomes automatic trauma, and period. That, and back to our sports references. That's why teams say they went through some hardships through the seasons, not some traumas. You know what I'm saying? Man. They went through some hardships because, like you said, they still have hope to the end. So they feel like coming out the other side of that hardship is more important to the the end result than just sitting in it. Mm. Right. And for traumas, if you sit in it, then there's not necessarily coming out the other end is not necessarily going to be determined by time it's not going to necessarily be changed by you know anything else that you could do by sitting in that trauma you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of the same aspect to me i mean i'm not you know a professional don't even downplay it like that's that's real (laughs) what you just shared is real real talk you didn't even you don't need a degree to have learned that you feel me like you went through something in your life that makes you credible your hardships accreditate you Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Your trauma does not accreditate you. It's how you live and get through. If it knocked you down and you got back up, then that means I am resilient. But if if you just say, oh, I'm resilient, now I'm going to get down and get back up. No, now you're a punching bag. That isn't what you are. Just because you can get through it. Oh, my God, Z. Yo. (laughs) So, like, yes, hope. Keep hope alive. And it's not just corny. It's because it is a necessity. You need it. And like Z was saying, like, teams don't just – like, it, trauma happens, but no one says, oh, man, we went through the season, you know, in the game, uh, you know, I hit some, get some trauma happened, and then after that trauma, we really got depressed. And then after that, you know, we just came through and went to W. No, it was – we went through some hardships. We adjusted. We strategized. We went back to the locker room. Somebody yelled at us, coach. And then we reassessed the situation, said, all right, even though there's some doubts, even though there's some things stacked against us, we're going to play through it. Uh, that's how you get a W, my friend. You don't get a W by, oh, man, dang, bro. Like, I missed three shots. I'm not going to shoot no more. What? Mm-hmm. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I mean, the, the last part of that definition, too, suffering, deprivation, or oppression, I feel like, when we're talking about, for our purposes, the ships and the relationships, mm-hmm. something, when you are going through hardship, something suffers. Either it's your relationship with yourself because you're down on yourself, your relationship with others because, you know, you're going through something so you can't necessarily be the best friend or the best mom or the best whatever, right? Um, and I think you're when you're going through a hardship, you're really self-aware and you're not down on yourself is so much as if you are going through a trauma if you're going through a hardship you're like this is hard right now so yeah I might not you know make dinner to the best of my ability you might have to have grilled cheeses because I'm trying to go through this hardship of school right now you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I feel like you're more self-aware than if a trauma happens to you and then it's like well you know it's no, nothing needs to be said. You're going through a trauma, you know? Yeah. Um, same thing with uh, deprivation. You're deprived of something. Your relationship 
um, is deprived of something. Maybe a relationship you have is deprived of you and all of your focus because of a hardship. And then oppression, of course, sometimes, um, <laughs> like what's going on in the world right now, people, groups of people go through a group, a hardship as a group, and they feel oppressed as a group, um, leading to suppression of your emotions or feelings or words or whatever. Um, and I feel like all of these things, it's super important to note that you, you feel them, you see them, you're aware of them. And that's kind of one of the, the ships that is more self-aware um, to me, because sometimes people you right, Dee. Don't even, don't even <laughs> say to me like you are on it. Keep going. Sometimes you. sometimes people have to like sometimes things come naturally. Kinship natural, right? You can't choose your blood. Um, uh, what other relationships do we have? Friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, you may or may not choose your friendships based on subconscious things that you may or may not know that you like about somebody or don't like or whatever. Um, but you don't. I don't feel like people naturally like be like, I choose you as my friend. But for hardships, (laughs) in Pokey City, (laughs) but for hardships, I feel like you don't choose the hardships, but you you have to choose how you deal with them because you have to see like you go through life every day. So you see when it gets hard. You see when things change in your relationships. You see that and you acknowledge that. And so, yeah, but trauma, trauma can blindside you, right? Mm-hmm. Trauma can blindside you and then you don't even, like, you don't even see a way for yourself to deal with that, right? You don't see that, oh, well, I'm a super organized person so I can at least organize my day. You don't even see through none of that. I don't know. That's just, that's hey, just me. Here you go again. <laughs> Yo, uh, at the end of the day, I agree. So here you go. Take my degree and say that it agrees because it does. Um, Yes. And of course, trauma becomes things. You're going to experience trauma, trauma, too much trauma. And then you accepting it as a way of life becomes depression, becomes becomes other things. Trauma in itself is something you can't control. But like Z said, you can control taking a step back saying, "Okay, let me be aware. So she's giving you all some gems as far as your mental health is concerned. Um, this is the hardship and this discussion is only the beginning folks. So there's only so much time that we can like really spend trying to dissect that thing. But really all we've done thus far is talk about the beginning of it and and coming up with a plan to deal with things that you should be able to navigate and hopefully keep hope alive to get through the other side. Some things you might not be able to deal with and you might need to seek assistance. So at this point in time, I would say, like, if you are dealing with something that's deep, seek out someone to at least talk to so that you can kind of see if you can strategize or at least throw your ideas out to see what it looks like. Sometimes after you do that, you realize you have a plan. Oh, it's still a hardship. It's not a, a traumatic section of life that I just need to accept and absorb. So real talk. Reach out to friends, family, a mental health therapist of some sort, a pastor, anyone that can help you talk through it, think about it, become more aware of it. Write it. Write it. Ooh, we Heck yeah. If you don't feel comfortable talking yet, write it. Mm-hmm. So expression. My God. I think that you're going to empower like artists out here. Because really, we are we are creatures of emotion, habits, and artistry. Real talk. <laughs> um, so like we said, that can go on forever. 
forever. But at this juncture, we just want you to reach out to someone that needs help. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that if you are hearing my voice right now, or heard these voices, and you need someone to talk to, I am a licensed mental health therapist, and I at least can try to help guide you in the right direction. I might not be the therapist for you necessarily, or you might not feel like you're the client for me, but I am a health health and wellness of investor. So I want to make sure that I get you into the, the right position to help you get through that. Um, at this time, I think we got some announcements. Oh, we do. So we announced last podcast that we are doing a Minds Unlimited podcast giveaway. Mm, you can't see me dancing, but I'm getting down right now. <laughs> because we want to celebrate getting one thousand listens so we just want to first thank everybody for listening sharing posting taking the time uh, you guys don't even know how much we appreciate it and this is why we do this okay um so giveaway time we got rules here we go rule number one tag at minds unlimited on instagram at m-i-n-d-s-u-n-l-t-d on Instagram in either your posts, your stories, things that you find inspiring, things that um, show you purpose, things that you think we should talk about, see, anything like that. We are keeping track of those um, people that tag us. You can tag us an unlimited amount of times. <laughs> Mine's unlimited. <laughs> and then uh, we started this the first of this month so the first of september and we are doing it all the way to the very last day of the month so please make sure tag us we will keep track and then um we will be giving away three different prizes minds unlimited merch we got minds unlimited merch coming out to y'all um to the people that win so um the most number of tags, and then it goes into that raffle. So you just Boom. keep getting in. Yeah. But I have one exception that I'm going to make because someone reached out to me and said, "Guess what?" Now someone, several people actually, they said, "Well, I don't really get on Instagram," and someone else was like, "Hey, I don't really get on social media at all." And I was like, "You know what? I don't want to exclude those folks." So guess what? I want for you guys and gals, if you do not really get on Instagram. I'm willing for you, if you contact me at jduncan at mindsunlimited.com with a reflection. Give me a reflection based off of what you heard. Or give me uh, send me a picture based off of you um, having something that relates to, to the podcast in any way, shape, forms, or fashion. I will count that as if you tagged Minds Unlimited. Because I don't want to cut out the folks that are like, I, social media, I don't, I don't really mess with it. But I mess with the podcast. Hit us up. Because it's, it's all about growth. So that that one exception. Now, don't tag me in some, you know, questionable stuff and send it to my email. <laughs> but most definitely, send us some things, uh, reflections. I'm going to count that as well as the raffle. That doesn't mean that you need to send a different essay every week. But if you if you heard an episode, you know, you know what? That reminded me of this book. Take a picture of you in the book. Send it to the email. Guess what? You're in for the raffle. Awesome, awesome. So we will be previewing some Minds Unlimited merch for y'all to see. And if you did not win, don't worry. We will have Minds Unlimited podcasts 
and Minds Unlimited merchandise dropping on October 1st. Woo! So look for that. We will have a whole shop popping up, okay? Um, so yeah, that we are super excited. Um, we know that, you know, a couple people have requested and, you know, people are wondering what are they going to do next? And we got some, we got some fresh fire for y'all. So as always, man, hit us up on our Instagram tags. I thought I was going to go to the end of the episode. I heard it. I felt it. (laughs) Hit us up on our uh, Instagram tag. Jesse, I'll let you start it off. At underscore, just underscore Z underscore. You already know. And we have across the mic there is at Dr. Underscore J dot Duncan. All right, y'all. That that's that's the podcast episode. I am looking forward to seeing more of your comments and for you to get in touch with us. But as always, the smallest change in perspective can change your life. Peace. Peace.